For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. I'm Brittany. And I'm Heather. Welcome to OKS Moms, the podcast. A place to be more than just mom. Hey, everyone. Welcome to a mini episode of OKS Moms, the podcast. This is an OKS Mom moment episode. And I know we took a couple months break, but we are back. (laughs) Well, the break just gave us time to get some doozies. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. I... Have a Christmas time, okay, this mom moment, a holiday, a holiday cheer. Um, <laughs> two days before Christmas, I, Nolan, found his Santa present and he, <laughs> I hit it. So in our, in our house, we have like a mudroom area right off of our garage door and it's got a, a bench situation and the bench lifts up and you there's storage underneath my kids shoe baskets are usually on top of those benches never in his six and a half years of life has he shown any interest in lifting up this bench to look inside so that's naturally where i hide all of my things because anywhere else he finds them and like granted i'm not hiding things very well because i'm still like used to toddlers who aren't really like aware of what's happening around them so uh note for next year hide shit better but we are on our way out the door i was taking them to the park and all of a sudden i'm just around the corner filling up a water bottle or something and i hear the bench open and i like run over there i'm like what are you doing (laughs) and he's like there's there's toys in there there's he wanted this laser tag set thing and that's what he had asked santa for he was I saw it's a I'm I'm at the park just like panicking and I'm like okay I have two options here I like come clean and just you know like yes that's your present and then I was like okay if I go that route I can say um because it was right the week before Christmas we had really dense fog and both my kids were like oh Santa's gonna need Rudolph and all these things like the fog and like we had like kind of talked about like oh I wonder if he's gonna be able to get here and all this stuff and I was like, okay, I'm just going to say, like, Santa dropped it off early because he was worried about the fog. Like, okay, okay. And, or my other option is I just, like, gaslight him and say there's nothing in there. Which, like, I had already kind of started when I shoved him out the door. So, and I'm like, he's only six. And, like, I love full-on hardcore beliefs. Like, she doesn't, not even a whiff of, she she's full, like, she's not got a clue. And so I'm like, well, if you tell one, then the other one's going to like it. And I'm like, we're well, not ready to give up Santa yet at these at these young ages. <laughs> so <laughs> so what do I do? I text SOS to all of the neighbors and like, who is home right now? <laughs> and then one across the street pipes up. Yeah. What do you need? Um, OK, here's what I need. I need you to go into my house. <laughs> I need you to open this bench. <laughs> And I need you to move the toys to another location in the house. And 
Thankfully, she did it. She was game. And so we get home. I open the bench and I go, wait, is this where you said you saw the toys? There's there's nothing there. I don't know what, what do you mean? And she's kind of just like looked at me like, well, there were toys there. And I felt like such a dick because I'm like, I am just full on gaslighting this kid right now. And he never mentioned it again. So Christmas was saved. <laughs> what, how did he react when he opened that? So Santa doesn't wrap presents in our house. So it was just like out on Christmas morning. And he kind of said like, oh, like I got the laser tag set I wanted from Santa. And like, he kind of was like, started to say like, that's the one I saw or something like that. But like, he didn't probe any further. So I could see him like slowly putting it together, but kind of like questioning himself about what, which of course like made me feel even worse, but he's never going to believe anything he sees anymore. (laughs) Right. So, and he has a very loose relationship with the truth anyway. So I'm already trying to like, say like, you know, like the more fibs you tell, the less people believe you. So like, it's a whole thing, but you know what? (laughs) You saved Christmas. (laughs) You saved Christmas. Stupid Santa. And I like, I was having this whole like moral conundrum about it. Cause I'm like, like, First of all, it's all a lie anyway, but then, like, I mean, like, this this last Christmas was, like, the height of, like, Santa hype in our house, and I was like, I can't let that go. Like, they're having so much fun, and then, so, I I caved. I caved, and I gaslit my child, and no regrets. (laughs) Mine is also, well, it occurred around Christmas time. We went to Tyler's grandmother's on Christmas Day. Spent the night and then we're driving home the next morning, late morning. And I was like, I'm, we're going to be the cool parents and we're going to detour and we're going to, cause she lives in the Bay area and we're going to go to the Taco Bell beach, which we hadn't been to in years. And the kids always think it's so funny because there's a Taco Bell right on the beach. Um, and it was kind of cold that day. So I'm like, there's no way they'll get in the water. So I'm, we like go off track and they're like, where are we going? Where are we going? Like what? I'm like, it's a surprise. And we pull up and they, first of all, weren't as excited as I had hoped. (laughs) They're like, oh, okay. And they get out, they take off their shoes and socks. They end up being soaked. They like start just running from the waves and then their feet are getting wet and then their whole bodies are wet. It was freezing cold. These children are not normal. And I was like, oh, great. So this was just more work for me, of course. (laughs) And so we do that for, I don't know, not even an hour. And then they're ready to go. And getting at at that point, Sullivan did not want to be wet. He was melting down. He, there was sand in every crevice and I am already regretting my decision to be the cool mom. And he didn't want to didn't want to change his pants we had extra clothes but he didn't want to change his pants in the van so we were like do we go in the taco bell bathroom do this it just ended up like being this huge regret and i'm here as a cautionary tale to say if you have this ping to be the cool mom don't do it no 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 good deed goes unpunished in motherhood so yeah i and then everybody was cranky the whole ride home so Never again. (laughs) 
All right, this first one comes from Andrea. She was in episode 105, and we talked about helping children cope with grief. Yes, okay, so it's really funny. Um, I, I kind of like hemmed and hot over this because again, I have so many okayest mom moments. Um, but when, when I first read your questions, the, the thing that popped into my mind right away was um, an experience that I had when I was having my, an ultrasound for my youngest son. Um, I was, I hope some people out here can relate to me, but I was really hoping for a girl. Um, spoiler alert. I had a boy, but, um, (laughs) I wore pink to my ultrasound. I mean, I was just, I mean, I was, I was really hopeful that I was going to have a girl. And so we get to the ultrasound and, um, you know, I'm, she's the ultrasound technician is, whatever, doing the ultrasound. And, um, of course it's like glaringly obvious. She didn't even have to tell me. I knew right away that it was a a boy. And so, you know, do I love my son more than anything in the world? Am I happy that he's healthy and, um, you know, thriving and, um, was I happy with any gender? Yes. But did I also sit in that ultrasound technician room sobbing while she finished the ultrasound? Yes, I did. And uh, and I, I think one of the reasons I thought this was really appropriate is because I really thought of what I was hoping for, you know, as a mom with a, hopefully a daughter. Um, but in, hopefully if, if Will ever listens to this, you, I love you, Will. But, um, <laughs> but the funny part about this whole thing is later on, my husband had, had recorded this. And in the background on the radio during the time we found out he was a boy, there was the song. Um, shoot, I don't remember what it's called, but it, if it's meant to be, it'll be, it'll be, (laughs) just let it be. And so I heard that and I just felt a lot of peace afterwards, but I felt, you know, I look back and I'm like, oh, I can't believe I was so sad, but, um, yeah, that was definitely an okay, a small mom moment. I think that's more common than you think people just don't talk about it. Cause of course, you know, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I don't I don't think people are willing to admit that. I was slightly disappointed I was having a girl. So maybe we can trade. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I don't do you think our children would mind? <laughs> no, mine not. would not. My daughter would be very happy to have a new mom. She tells me daily. So <laughs> <laughs> can't wait for that for those stages. <laughs> sure they're coming. But yeah, it's so interesting because I had a, a really tough time getting pregnant in the first place. So there's so much guilt that comes along with any sort of expectation either way, because there's a lot of pressure, you know, to just be happy with, you know, the pregnancy that you're having. And I was, and I am, and I, you know, um, I love my kids more than like, I mean, you guys know this, your moms, but, um, but yeah, I, I think you're right. I think it does happen more often than than you think. And, and it's okay. It, it's yeah. It's well, okay. for me, it was kind of my first foray into like, you have no control over anything. And any one of your expectations, no matter how big or small, are just out the window because they will never be met. And like, welcome to the shit show. <laughs> All right. This one was submitted by an anonymous source. We were in line at the container store and Indy was eating an apple. Almost finished, so no skin left. She got distracted by the people in line behind us and we all watched as the apple fell and rolled like 29 feet across the store floor. She runs over and yells, it's okay. 
picks it up and starts eating again. The people in line looked at me like, uh, I, I do a little shrug. And then I ask if their credit card machine has a chip reader. <laughs> Sometimes you just can't. <sighs> yeah. And well, and I can just picture how, how sticky that apple was. Like that picked up every piece on the ground. And oh, man. You know what? But at that point, it's too far gone. What are you going to do? It already it's... happened, right? <laughs> Hey, builds immunity. <laughs> That's right. All right. Our next one is from Justine and Candace from our episode 111, Celebrating Lesbian Motherhood. Um, one was, and it's related to our business, and our son was, God, he was probably three? He was little, and we had a delivery, and this cake, it was a four-tier wedding cake in July. It was the worst delivery oh my God. I think we've ever had. In July, up to Ione. Through weavy traffic and i was which is about back. like an hour and a half away from where yes. you are in yeah. 100 i think it was 106 yeah it was like four o'clock in the afternoon delivering it and we made a rookie mistake and hadn't totally chilled the cake. it was very fresh yeah <laughs> very fresh and it was like his nap time so we're like <laughs> okay i was stressing so we delivered it it was a long drive up there delivered it cussed at each other the whole drive but he had fallen asleep when it came time to deliver so it was a private property. Uh, I mean, it wasn't like out in like a busy area. It was like the, we were going right to the house. We were pulled up right where we had to take like the cake out and take it into the house. Right. So we just left him in the car because he was asleep. Car was running, all of that stuff. Thought it was good. Um, and we had people come and grab us, not what, 10 minutes later. And tell me, and we, we, he didn't leave him in there that long. It That's wasn't that long. Five, five minutes. minutes. It felt like 10 or 20. But um, he was, Screaming bloody murder. Oh, no. Screaming bloody murder because he didn't know where he was at or where we were. Trying to climb out the window and people were staring at us like, what the hell is going on? It was the worst. So we could never, we actually couldn't leave him alone in the car ever again until more recently. He's finally over it. It took a few years for him to get over us oh. leaving him in the car. And the bride is still one of our most loyal customers. Yes. The cake survived. <laughs> it was just one of those things where like, we had really rushed what we did so like i brought in all her extra supplies so we both like went yeah. inside this little cottage um that yeah it just happened to be that he like Lived literally was out. like what three minutes it wasn't it yeah. was just like the walk to there and it was more damaging for us because we could never like two seconds leave him alone like he's been attached to our leg ever since <laughs> like yeah. oh that was a rookie mistake <laughs> uh, so i've done the same thing the car was on it was fine right <laughs> They always find that one little like spot of weakness. That window that they can just yeah. really just ruin everything. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Here is the next one from a listener. My okay mom moment. My okayest moment happened just this morning when I couldn't get a moment of peace to throw my hair into a ponytail. They both followed me into the bathroom and were playing nicely on the floor, but the normal background chatter abruptly stopped. As I turned around, I found my one-year-old sticking her fingertips in the toilet and then sucking on them while my son sat there looking with his mouth wide open in disbelief. (laughs) Oh, God. Thanks, brother, for just watching. (laughs) (laughs) I wonder how old the older son was. (laughs) Let him do it. (laughs) Silence is always suspicious. Oh, my gosh, especially at that age. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, well, we love your stories. Thank you so much for sending them in. Please keep it up. 
You can submit your own OKS mom moment story at okaysmoms.com slash OMM, or you can call and leave a voicemail. We can, you can hear your voice on the podcast. You can call 916-778-0545. If you like what you just heard, and we hope you do, you can find more of us online at www.okistmoms.com. We're also on all social media platforms, Pinterest, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, at okistmomsblog. Or if you want to, you can send us an email at hey at okistmoms.com. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.